This is A1 Talk, a place where we can talk about anything and no topic is off the table. I'm Antoine, and along with me is my big cousin, Yahaved. We've been A1 since day one, and we want to share our perspective with you. Let's get started and dive into today's episode. Welcome to A1 Talk. Welcome, welcome, welcome to A1 Talk. This your boy Antoine. I'm here with my cuz, Yahabed. Tell him what's up, man. What's going on, people? How y'all doing? Yeah, man. Hey, you see, you see them numbers going up, man. We almost there. They helping us out. So happy about that. For sure. Show. <laughs> <laughs> what's that on? How high? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so um, like I said, um, uh, I'm 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 happy. I'm I'm glad that that people are listening to us. Um, we're gaining followers, subscribers, uh, likes, all the good things in the social media world that means something. So mm-hmm. that means that we could continue to bring these things out. And just uh, just to say this, uh, yeah, you know we're real close to twenty, man. I know, right? Uh, that's a that's a great thing, man. Um, especially. Statistically, uh, what to say? Ninety percent of people don't record three, three episodes. Three, three episodes. Yeah, so we we smashing that right now. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, we we just trying to continue to bring content, trying to bring relevant topics, things that can help some people, and right something that you can take from this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, today's subject we are going to be talking about 10 simple ways to cope with stress okay so this this is a list that's not necessarily the only ways to cope with stress it's a comes from an article on sutterhealth.org written by malika stole md so first i'd like to give my take i mean everybody has stress and and just in case there's anybody out there stress inherently the word as a whole is not bad. You have bad stress and you have good stress. So these are things that are actually talking about the bad stress. Cause you can have stress that you gotta got a deadline for something, which you know, you gotta you gotta work extra hard, you gotta do this or whatever that you gotta do for. That stress motivates. Right. But this particular stress that we're gonna be talking about is the stress that we really think of when we think, oh, I'm stressed out. Nobody ever says that and they feel right. good. Mm-hmm. All right. So with this article, they uh, have a couple things up, up on here. Uh, they're talking about the fight or flight. So they say sudden or ongoing stress activates your nervous system and blood flows and floods your bloodstream with adrenaline and cortisol, two hormones that raise blood pressure, increase heart rate and spike blood sugar. And these changes pitch your body into a fight or flight response. Now, with that, I don't know if a lot of people don't understand this, but stress actually, like, physically affects you. Exactly. So it's not just mental. Those things do actually translate to the physical part of your body. Um, You got anything on that, man? Go ahead. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, like, some of the effects of too much stress – um, is prolonged periods of poor sleep, 
um, you know, regular severe headaches, unexplained weight loss or gain, feeling of isolation, withdrawal or worth worthlessness, consistent anger or uh, irritable, um, loss of interest in activities, constant worrying or obsessing thinking, obsessed thinking, sorry about that, and excess alcohol or drug use, inability to concentrate. So that's just a few things that, um, that how too much stress, how it can affect you uh, physically. Right. So with that being said, having an, a, a bad day, an isolated event that's a stressful day, that's not really the thing that we're going to be talking about. What this article really focuses on is chronic stress. So, so these things that over a, a, a period of time, a long period of time, actually start to affect you because you can't have a perfect day every day. That's not realistic. So these right. are the things that mm-hmm. are going to be things that are detrimental to you over a prolonged period of time. And these are going to be ways to actually deal with these certain uh, stressors and things like that. So, all right. So starting off at the top, rebalance work and home. So that's a big thing. Some people don't have that great balance with it. You might, you may see things on the internet where, you know, Make sure you take time for yourself, your family. Your family is very important, but you also know that your family is important, so you go to work. But make sure that you actually are not like that. That job is not taking so much from you that you don't have anything to give to your home life. Because with that, you go home, that job has sucked all the energy out of you, sucked all the willpower out of you. And then you get home, you may have small children. You have a wife that, a wife or husband, wife or husband, or 2023, a partner who wants some type of attention as they should get, and you're just stressed out. You you've had so much of that, so now you got stress at your in your home life also. So finding a way to balance that to 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 not make work be that thing that just completely takes over your whole psyche, your whole mind, everything out of you. Don't then you don't have anything to give to your home life, and the other way around, you can't slack off because you just everything that's at home. You're not giving anything to work. I mean, that could cause problems at work. Anything all the way up to getting fired. So, right. Go ahead, man. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. You know, you basically um, hit the nail on the coffin. Um, basically, uh, you want to have, you can't have all work and no play. I know I've been subject to doing that years when I was in the workforce. Um, you know, still in the workforce, but not understanding how. Yeah, you have goals and things like that, but you have to you basically have to like um treat yourself. You know, when you're working hard, you're going to um, you know, if you're working out, you know, you've been working out, you've been eating right, you know, that's sometimes they call it a cheat week, you know. Uh eat something that, you know, you really don't uh not supposed to. Or eat a pizza, eat some ice cream. Cause you know, you're going back to getting back in the shape. You're going back to working out. It's just, you got to treat yourself. If you've been working a lot and saving up money, go buy yourself something, you know, take you out some yourself, something out to, uh, somewhere to eat, you know, or get those sneakers you like, or go watch a movie. That's not particularly in the budget because you have to have that balance. So, um, one of the next things, uh, on this list that's labeled number two is build in regular exercise. Moving your body on a regular basis balances the nervous system and increases blood circulation, helping to flush out stress hormones. Even a 20-minute walk 
makes a difference. And I believe this is definitely true. Sometimes, especially I know when I was in the service business, I was, you know, doing a lot of movement, especially being a bartender, et cetera. Um, I was able to, uh, when I, even when I didn't have a car, some, sometimes in my life, I walked to work and I was very active. But uh, when I became more of a corporate type of person, I was, caught myself sitting in front of a desk majority of my time and that activity kind of lessened. And I did see how it um, it kind of affected me with uh, maybe even gaining weight, um, some stress things at the job. So uh, those 40 hours a, a week that I would be um, putting in or more I was mainly moving around more now I'm you know basically just moving my fingers <laughs> in front of the desk so I definitely believe that building in regular exercise um, does help with stress and other things um, that affect your your body how about you what, what do you feel on that right and this is a thing it, it can be hard depending on your schedule but mm-hmm. depending on your job also your job may require a lot of movement but some people don't have those type of jobs. Some people are in an office job or something like that. So you just mm-hmm. got to make sure that you do actually get your body to move, moving and everything, getting getting up those, that blood to, to pumping and everything like that. So you can, it helps a lot as far as where the stress goes. All right, we're moving into uh, right. number three, eat well and limit alcohol and stimulants. Now okay. we know alcohol, nicotine, and caffeine may temporarily relieve stress. But they definitely have a negative health impact, and they can make stress even worse in the long run. So we all know you gotta you gotta eat well, healthy. It's a thing that's easy to say but hard to do, and especially in our climate, as far as being in America, I don't know how it is in a lot of other countries. It's almost more expensive to eat healthy. It's easier to grab right. a snack on the go because you're moving. So you can't you can't sit down and have a, a well-balanced meal because you're on the go. So you just got to grab something real quick. Um, alcohol. You have that long day, that long week. I mean, as long as you're not doing this in excess. Because a lot of these things, as far as in this particular uh, subject, this point, don't do these things in excess. But, but make mm-hmm. sure as far as with that eating well, that goes along with the exercise. Keeping your body healthy. It actually uh, promotes better feelings and and gets rid of some stress. What you got, man? Yeah, yeah. Just to elaborate a little bit more on what the the doctors uh, stated with the eat well and limit alcohol stimulants. Um, Alcohol, nicotine, and caffeine may temporarily relieve stress but have negative health impacts um, and can make stress worse in the long run. So um, it states that well-nourished bodies cope better. Um, so start off with a good breakfast and add more organic fruits and vegetables, avoid processed foods, sugars, and drink more water. So that's just a little bit add on to what the doctor mentioned in this particular um, article of how eating well and limit alcohol stimulants can also help you with the long, um, the long coping is uh, coping with a uh, chronic stress. So, uh, so next coming in, she has a number four is connect with supportive people. Um, talking face to face face with another person releases hormones that reduces stress. Lean on those good listeners in your life. So that's a good point. You know, so, you know, we always have someone or need someone in our life um, that, you know, sometimes you got that friend that they call you and you have to recognize, <laughs> is this the time for me to add my input or are they just calling the vent? 
And you, sometimes you have to recognize that they didn't call you to say nothing. Like they just need you to be able to release how they're feeling. Cause maybe, you know, their partner or other people around them, they don't have anyone to talk to at that moment about this particular situation. So to be able to have someone to listen to you and not just necessarily agree with you and everything, just to listen to you, um, and get that stress, um, you know, that release that stress from their mind, uh, how they're feeling and what they're going through helps out a lot. How do you feel about that? Man, this is this is really a good one. Uh, just talking to somebody, being able to unload, get rid of some of that mm-hmm. that burden. And like you said, sometimes a person's not necessarily, you're not necessarily looking for an answer. You're just, you're, right. you're looking for somebody <laughs> to just merely listen. You're talking, mm-hmm. they're listening, and it, it, it feels like, the uh, symbolic weight off your shoulders a little bit. It might not necessarily solve anything, but just being able to decompress, to say those things, to say whatever's bothering you. And then on the other hand, they could have some type of advice for you, which can help relieve some of that stress. Coming Mm -hmm. in at number five, carve out hobby time. So this is a nice one. Uh, This particular thing, our our podcast. Yes, we, we look in the future and, and, forward to grow and everything but this is a hobby this is a thing that i enjoy to do i definitely enjoy to do it it is it, it is it can be stressful but i do look forward to it i wake up and be like okay thinking of ideas what can i do how are we gonna add a n- new little nuance to what we're doing but anything whether exactly. it be hunting maybe maybe it be collecting cards um anything if you enjoy it if it doesn't feel like it's an obligation, then I think that, I mean, just do it. Like if it brings you joy, you don't feel like you have to do it. If you don't necessarily want to do it, then I think that's a very good thing to do because I mean, it's, it can put your mind a little bit on autopilot. You're not obsessing on over anything. So that's helping you out as far right. as decompressing from that stress. What you got? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know, it comes back to one of the first things that you mentioned um, earlier, which is uh, rebalance work at home. Um, if you have hobbies that you like, you definitely want to enjoy doing them. Uh, me myself, uh, I I don't I haven't in a while, but my stress reliever was playing basketball. You know, I can go out there and play a couple of hours. You know, that was like all in one. I will be working out, getting cardio yo, yo, yo. in. You know, I just want to let everybody know he stopped doing it because he was stressed because his broker was jump. Uh, his his, his jumper uh, was broke. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, trying to take them little low blows, and look, couldn't even get it out. Look I at get this. Him. I get this. But nah. So yeah. So um. But yeah, definitely, man. If you have any hobbies, whether it be listening to music, uh, whether it be gardening, I do. I have uh became like a green thumb over the last couple of years myself. So at my home, I I was able to uh, build a couple of things that I didn't even know I was interested in. Um. And it became something that I'll enjoy doing now. It's still kind of cold. So um, I haven't been guarding anything yet so far, you know, but I'm looking forward to this uh, this uh, summer with myself and our daughter and my wife uh, out there, you know, seeing our plants eating from our garden. So, yeah, definitely want to be able to carve out some hobbies and time for yourself to help with that chronic stress. I'm um, coming in number six. Um, another important one, I, which there all are. Is practice meditation, stress reduction, and yoga. So relaxation techniques activate a state of restfulness that 
counterbalance your body's fight or flight hormones. Consider taking a mindfulness-based stress reduction course to learn effective lasting tools. Now, I will admit, I've tried meditation a couple of times, um, and uh, I'm never really... I've done yoga. I couldn't get, I couldn't get past the forward dog. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, that core, them core muscles wasn't pretty strong for me. So, <laughs> but yeah, I do. I, I definitely agree with it. If you, you know, it goes back with your, you know, one of our earlier episodes and we we're talking about time management. Um, you want to put that time in to show meditation. Like for me, meditation could be me driving, to work or from work, you know, I might not listen to anything or listen to our podcast. Uh, and I'm just giving my time to think about, um, what, I, what's going on, you know, what situations I have, um, how to come up with solutions. I just take those times of silence, uh, and a sense of meditation to kind of look at the situ uh, my life situations and what can I do, you know, and look for answers, um, and my way of looking for answers. And, uh, I haven't included the yoga yet, but maybe that's something down the road. Cause I definitely think it is beneficial. I do see a lot of people that are flexible. I've seen 90 year old women and men, you know, that participate in yoga that are still, uh, mobile. And I do think it'd be beneficial, but after reading this, definitely want to take a more look, uh, deep dive into it. Deep dive, uh, dive <laughs> I'm talking about choose uh, uh, slinging words and look at me. Uh, I would dive deep into it. <laughs> that five times real fast. Um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, learn a little bit more about uh, yoga. But what about you? How do you feel about the practice meditation and stress reduction for yoga? Well, the meditation part, I I do actually uh, have several apps that I use sometimes, especially like because I work a swing shift, so. Sometimes I work nights. It's a little harder to go to sleep. And it's because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the circadian rhythm, it's daytime. And I'm not strictly on nights. So it's kind of hard, especially that the second and third night, the first night, I crash most of the time because <laughs> I've been tired all night. But then my body trying to get used to that night part. So I naturally want to be up. But and it's been times where, you know, I just had a lot of things going through my head or whatever, just had to try to silence all the noise. So the meditation thing really helped. Never tried yoga. I can't touch my toes. I can't even sit. I can't <laughs> even do the crisscross applesauce sitting down. Oh like I'm, there's no, no flexing for me. So <laughs> never too late though. It seemed like it's getting too late, but you know what? Maybe one day I'll try it out. Yoga. There you go. But they, there you go. A lot of people do use it. A lot of people have great things to say about it. Exactly. All right. Moving on to the next one. Um, sleep enough. I like the way they put that. Mm. Sleep enough. <laughs> enough. Yeah. And the reason why, and they have a little thing on here where they say if you get less than seven to eight hours of sleep, your body won't tolerate stress as well as it could. Now, I've listened to several things and read several studies on sleep, and they're getting out of the whole this many hours type thing it's it's it there that's a baseline but it's a it's a person by person thing but i can tell you that like me i can i can operate really well on a good six a good six mm -hmm. seven or eight if i get eight i'm 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 groggy i'm groggy i'm not i'm not feeling right that's I, it's like I'm, i've slept too much but a good six i'm real good but you a person, especially you get me and y'all age, you know how much sleep you need. 
you know the amount of sleep that right. you're going to need. That way you'll be able to get up the next day or your night, the next night to be able to function correctly. But you have to make that a habit, if you can, and depending on how your, your lifestyle and what's going on, try to get to that that level that you know is, I need this much. I'm, I need to get my butt to bed so I can get up at this time and I'll have that amount of sleep that I need to be able to function correctly the next day. What you got, man? Yeah, I agree with you. You know, like you said, when you get up there in the majors, uh, <laughs> you kind of like should know or, you know, as they say, listen to your body and it kind of tells you what you need. So, but I I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If I can get eight, I feel like you, Twan, like I, I've, it's probably not the best, but I definitely know I need to get more sleep or put that in there. Um, I know if I do uh, get like eight hours of sleep, I do feel the same way. It's like I'm still tired uh, compared to if I'm doing, you know, six or five. But I think that's because I don't consistently get eight. And your body's like, oh, man, I ain't experienced this in a long time. Let me, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you need to get a little bit more, like get a little 15 more minutes. So, But I will say, like, if I consistently get eight hours, I do wake up, like, very energized and ready to go, you know. But um, it's definitely something that's, um, that is that is healthy for you, too. You're not, you have to get sleep for your body, right? So um, going on to number eight, um, one of our favorite topics is bond with your pet. Um, Antoine can tell you a lot about that. He, he bonds with his pet a lot. Ah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, clinical studies show that spending even a short time with a companion animal can cut anxiety levels almost in half. So I do believe that, um, bonding with a pet, um, our service animal definitely helps you with coping with stress. Um, you know, we've read, uh, read in one of our podcasts earlier that just petting the pet re- reduce, uh, releases a particular hormone, which is what they call the love, uh, love, um, gene or whatever, something like that. Uh, don't quote me on that, but, uh, basically just having that companion around, you know, having someone to, uh, play with, go out. Cause they're going to always, you know, love you regardless. You know, you can come out, you go to work, they're going to be waiting for you. You know, you can wake up, they're going to want you to walk on depending on the type of pet you have. Um, but just bonding with that pet definitely, uh, helps you with relieving that stress. How do you feel about that? Right. Um, they do, they can, especially, <laughs> especially sometimes if you're having a bad day, you know, mm-hmm. th- it's cool to just, sometimes you don't want to cuddle with a whole human. Sometimes you just, <laughs> little, I mean, they got big dogs. I got, like I said, like he said, you know, in the last episode, I got a small dog, but they, they can. And, and, and then you feel that, that, especially with a dog, that, that dog has, that is unconditional love. Like I, I didn't seen humans turn and stuff like that. I know you got the, the little things, but sometimes the dog go crazy or mad, but that dog literally, you leave that house. Dogs lack what's called object permanence, just like babies do. <laughs> Once you gone, you right. have literally disappeared from their life forever until the next time you show up. <laughs> right, exactly. But the fact that you could feel that love and that that dog, even if you didn't have to scold him or or put him in a cage or whatever, that dog's still gonna come back and show you love that like it's it's a it's a 
it's a weird thing how like they just they just love you and I can I won't try mm-hmm. to cuz I don't want no women trying to get mad at me but I won't try to equate it to a mother's love but I mean them dogs you know they they really they they f's with you the long right. way <laughs> the long right. way All right coming in next we got taking a vacation Okay that goes without saying and mm-hmm. and listen to this we have social media so social media defines a vacation as one thing. A vacation can be not going to work. A vacation don't have to be you going to the to Cabos and anything like that. Just you have stresses in your life. You have things. The stress, I feel like like my stress, it comes from, and it's not a big thing, and I, I don't run from it, but it comes from obligation. That's a big thing. So you have to go to work. You have to pay bills. You have to do these things. And then these things have to be rinsed and repeated the next month or the next week and stuff like that. So taking mm-hmm. a vacation means that you have just released yourself from some of those obligations. Yeah, you still got to pay your bills. But, hey, I don't got to go to work today. But, yes, a cruise or any of the other cliche things that you could do as far as vacation – but these things can um, make you uh, uh, a lot happier when you can just for just a just just a little while, a little short while, get away from. Because you know what the worst day is to me is the last day of vacation. I don't care if I didn't went and did something or <laughs> I just I right. just stayed at home and just didn't have to go to work and I no alarms. Just wake up when my eyes open. I might have got nine hours that day. I might have definitely went over my limit that day. But you just mm-hmm. you just feels like just a little bit you're able to get rid of some obligation, not have to fulfill an obligation that was put upon you. But what you got, man? Yeah, I agree with you. You know, uh, one of the things that nowadays in 2023 are absolutely probably be hard for a lot of people to do is leave your cell phone and laptop at home. So, <laughs> so, you know, like you mentioned in the social media age, everybody wants to record what they're doing or whatever. Um, but you know, Hey, to each their own, but a vacation is really to, um, reset your stress tolerance, you know, by just leaving everything behind, not having to worry about anything, just enjoying your time fully. You know, my vacation since I've worked so much, you know, when I go visit family, I'm sleep all the time because I really don't get that much sleep, you know? So I know I'm supposed to be up and spend the time with family, but it's like, I don't have to wake up to go to work. You know, I don't have to wake up to do this. So I, that's when I get my eight hours of sleep or more. Right. And, um, and everybody's looking at me like, Oh man, he lazy, but you don't understand. I'm working every day. And this is the only opportunity that I don't have to get up for something. I'm going to take advantage. So, but, so that's a, a form of vacation for myself, but, uh, definitely need to take a vacation, um, basically, um, unplug from the, uh, from the matrix as we call it. And, you know, until that last day comes up and creep around like Freddy Cougar on you and you got to get back to work. So, um, that's always the, 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 um, the unsettling part, right? When you have to get back to it, but um, and it never feels like the vacation was longer. Hell so that's no. what we're working hard Hell for it now. No, no it doesn't. That's what we're working hard for it now, so we can have that unlimited amount of vacation. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> so um, coming up last is uh, see a counselor, coach, or a therapist. You know, if negative thoughts overwhelm your ability to make p- positive changes, it's time to seek professional help. Make an appointment today. Your health and life are worth it. Now, I do agree with um, 
you know, making, making sure that you see somebody. Now my, my counselor or coach or therapist, um, is my creator. I, I tend to try to look at the Bible for guidance when it comes to certain things. That's just how I feel like I don't, I just don't feel like a therapist. Me personally is going to help me because we're, um, we're not coming from the same aspect of things. I don't think they're going to relate it. Maybe a, a, a um, maybe a, a, what they call a pastor or something. Maybe, you know, if you're in that sphere, um, that's just me personally, but, um, but it is good going back to have someone to talk to. If you have someone that you trust and, um, uh, because you know yourself, right. You know, majority of us, some, I, w- I would give the benefit of doubt. The majority of people know what to do. Um, sometimes you just have to have somebody outside of somebody, you know, to tell you that, right. You know, it's not like a, no epiphany that, <laughs> that they're like, Oh, I didn't know that about myself. Right. But I'm not going to disregard seeing a counselor or a coach or a therapist. Cause it can be new news for some people or a way that they looked at certain things, right. Or make them feel better that their life is worth it. Right. So if you don't have a friend or don't have a, you know, uh, a one, uh, talk to email, which you can email us anytime. If you have something like this going on, we give the best you know, advice that we can for you. Um, but if you don't have anybody that you can go to a friend, a spouse, a pet or whatever, um, I would say seek out a counselor or a coach or a therapist when it comes to, uh, your stress, they definitely overwhelming you that you don't have any positive mindset, you know, so that, that definitely can lead down a path of depression, which can can be hard to get back from. How do you feel? Right. Now, I and like I said, you know, they they cover their counselor. A counselor can literally be anybody. A counselor can literally be your friend. They can be, mm-hmm. but a counselor can also be a person, and that's their actual position. And like counselors usually are some type of leadership. They they could be a, a pastor. A pastor is a counselor. A, a coach, an actual coach on the team, a, a teacher. Many types of counselors. What I what and what I will say about this, and and I, I completely agree that your take on the whole how how you will go about it. The, the the thing I I I will go with therapists on is the fact that sometimes some people obsess a lot, and being you obsess over something so much that becomes stressful. And that thing that you're obsessing mm-hmm. over can have very detrimental effects on you. But that therapist, why those people a lot of times are professional, especially professionals, especially people who are long tenured up in it, is because sometimes they 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 can they're not looking at the whole thing as far as which because this and this this they found that thing that caused it, and they've seen mm-hmm. it. A, per, a, a therapist been a, a therapist for like 20 plus years well, they, they've seen that they've seen it and they've seen it again they've seen it again they've seen it again and it was like this this what was it and i'm not talking about necessarily them prescribing medication but they've seen what that stressor was that thing that has caused you to obsess and and to get to that point and it's just them mm-hmm. being able to identify that they're just they're a a mental doctor they they deal with your mental and why they're a doctor? I mean, what what do all doctors do? They practice. So they mm-hmm. they've seen something. Your heart surgeon, you hope that that's not his first time doing heart surgery, which he right. shouldn't be. It was somebody's, right. but <laughs> it was but somebody's that's what first time. That's what they're doing. That they they are definitely they're not taking everything the way that you're seeing it. Just like when you a child, like you 
Yeah, you got you got a small child. When she cries, mm-hmm. this is the thing that I I've, I've said this so many times to people. Like when a, a child is is crying, even if it's like a three, four, five year old or whatever, to that child, the thing that they're crying about right then, that's the most important thing in their life. Mm-hmm. So, not minimizing that. So the way that you the, the way that the therapist is trained to do is not to minimize whatever is happening to you, they are able to, to show, okay, I see why such and such and such and such, but then they're able to find a root cause in it or a way to overcome it. And that could be one way that you could go about it. Just like a coach or like say counselor, which is a wide array of things as far as your, your pastor, Mm -hmm. uh, just a mentor or anything like that. So these are, these are just our lists that we've, come upon that to help you there are different types of ways to deal with stress and cope with it outside of these 10 definitely not the only ones but i think they are Mm -hmm. definitely very helpful um what you got for us y'all nah you covered it you know perfectly so you know like i said i don't i want people to know i'm not against counselors or coach or therapists i'm just saying you know my partake i i tend to be honest with myself. And even if I'm fighting at the moment with the person that's stating certain things, I can go back and reflect and say, okay, if this, if this true, is this, you know, if more than one or two people are saying the same thing about you, you gotta, you gotta take that. It has to hold some type of weight, right? If you're honest with yourself, right? If three people say that you're an asshole, you know, and you're like, what, what do you mean? You know, maybe you need to look at yourself and say, am I an asshole for real? You know, like if multiple people are saying the same thing, right? Or, you know, if you're stressing about certain things um, and you, you know, like I said, if you are able to be honest with yourself, you're meditating, you're looking at the situation um, and you know yourself or learning to know yourself or you should, um, you can kind of like dissect that and and try to come up with a solution. That's how I partake on it. But I do think that for some people it is good to seek out counsel or a coach or a therapist and there's nothing wrong with that right that doesn't make a person that doesn't seek those people out more or less uh bet or better than the next the next person it just you know we all are need some some type of help we are here for each other right or we should be right so yeah that's all i have to say about that all right y'all thanks everybody we'll see y'all next week thanks for listening to a1 talk make sure you tune in every tuesday and thursday for exciting new topics. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you stream your podcasts. Also, check out our website, a1talk.com. That's a-y-1-talk.com. We have our episodes listed there and also a merchandise page. Thanks again for listening to A1 Talk. <laughs>